Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Good day. My name is Evelyn Aka, and this is the Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka podcast. I am the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law, and on this podcast, we are covering all aspects of immigration law for professionals and individuals who are looking to move to Canada and the United States for work, for family, or for personal reasons. If you are looking to make that move, you can download our free guide at acalaw.com. We hope you find this podcast educational, informative, and fun. Share this episode on your social media platforms, and please don't forget to subscribe to ACA Business Immigration Law's YouTube channel. I want to wish you all a happy new year. This is my first podcast of 2024, and I'd like to welcome my friend, uh, Sean Murphy, to join us. He is here. He works with BMO, and his focus is helping Canadians who are doing business and banking and buying property in the United States. Welcome, Sean. Well, hi, Evelyn. Nice to see you. Happy new year. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. Well, I'm so happy that you were able to join us because you work for a Canadian bank in the United States. How about that? And I was like, we got to talk. So tell (laughs) me about what you do and tell me about how that happened and what you focus on. Thank you. Um, So let's see, a year ago, the, uh, I had signed on with bank of the West bank of the West is a regional bank here in the San Francisco Bay area, West region of the country knowing that they were going to be sold in 2023 to BMO Mm. and myself in, you know, the United States, what's BMO. (laughs) (laughs) And I get that every day now that I'm working for BMO. Uh, What is a BMO? So it's like BMO. No, it's Bank of Montreal. (laughs) Um, So what happened ultimately is that BMP Paribas, uh, the French bank owned Bank of the West. They wanted out. BMO wanted to expand into the lower 48. They already have BMO Harris Bank in yeah. the Midwest. And now they're looking to expand and grow. Uh, having bought Bank of the West, I had to learn Bank of the West software systems and then transferred over to learn BMO systems. But I'm now excited and happy to be a BMO representative in mortgage banking in the lower 48. Excellent. So you focus on Canadians, is it, or just all people looking to buy property in the United States? Yeah, we as a lender, we are a nationwide residential mortgage lender. I'll I'll say we do all range of services as banking. Okay. But my focus is mortgage lending owner occupied to four unit properties anywhere in the 50 US states. So that's my focus. We do commercial lending, we do wealth advising, we do all the banking services. Um, It's just exciting because in this unique market that we've had the last year, BMO's looking to grow, where a lot of big banks are looking to pull back. Yeah. Yeah. And so it must be harder, especially if you're a Canadian and let's say you want to buy a place in Palm Springs or something. And it is must be very difficult to get the financing you need because maybe you're not a green card holder or maybe like how do you how do you help Canadians when they're looking to get a mortgage that might be different than if they were in Canada trying to get a mortgage? Yeah, uh, thank you for asking. Um, What happens is is that uh, BMO US has a gateway program. It's 
it's purely, you know, for those who are Canadian uh, citizens that want to purchase in the United States. Traditionally, you would be considered a foreign national and there would be specific guidelines that you would have to meet, which realistically is going to be a higher down payment and a higher interest rate um, and a lot more you know, handcuffs in terms of allowing you to get by, to buy property. We as BMO have a, a conversion program where we allow the opportunity for Canadian citizens to buy with much, you know, better interest rates, much better terms to them for considering that, that option. Oh, that's so good. That is really important. And um, how about snowbirds? Do you deal with them too? Like when they're coming down, and they might want to buy or just, yep. and, but they don't live there all the time. How does that work? Yeah, so good question. I, I'd say that the this program is available for a primary residence, second home, or investment property. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So the snowbirds who do want to move to the U.S., yes, we can allow as a second home uh, the opportunity to purchase. Okay. That's really good to know. Um yep. You know, the reason that I was really interested to talk to you when we first met, you know, through our professional network was that when you're working for a Canadian bank, obviously I'm in Canada, I know BMO very well, but as ACA Business Immigration Law, we do have a lot of clients who do business and buy properties in the U.S. And it is a challenge, you know, even if they're established and successful in Canada, you're almost starting all over again with your credit rating and everything when you move to the States. So in addition to mortgages um, and helping with the financing, what else can you think about that would benefit Canadians like opening bank accounts? Do you find that those are also challenging for them? So, I mean, with the uh, 206 year legacy, you know, of BMO, um, that they are very uh, open to the continued business, you know, helping of Canadian citizens in the U.S. Having a opening up an account should be no issue. Yeah. I have to be careful in terms of exactly all the product services, just because I'm on my little silo in mortgage yeah. banking. So, I, but I know that they're encouraging. In fact, in order to do the gateway program, we need to have a banking relationship. So we set yeah. up a checking account, set up any kind of, you know. Uh, accounts, CD, money market, whatever it is mm -hmm. that will need that in order to set up the gateway program. Okay. okay. So give me a sense, Sean, like I come to the States, I want to buy something in California. How long generally would that process take to be vetted, to do all the things that the banks do so that I have a better understanding of like the, the lead time. So if a client says, you know what, we want to move to the States and we want to buy something in two months. Like, is that a realistic time frame? I was yeah. just going to answer your question. 60 days. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I just guessed. <laughs> good, okay. good guess. Thank um, you. <laughs> so we have, you know, the Canadian documents versus the U S documents. And we would have that list, mm -hmm. you know, from my understanding, you have your T4, statement yeah. of your remuneration we call that a w-2 in the u.s yes right um you have the income tax and benefit return and notice of assessment that's our 1040 u.s tax return so okay, we okay. we have that in, initial knowledge of okay you're going to need these statements to provide 
and we're going to need to, you know, convert them over to U.S. dollars. Yeah. But we will do all that for okay. you. So about 60 days. I think that's very, very good. That's very fast, actually. Um, and so when you talked about the, you know, preferred mortgage rates versus what they normally uh, Canadian would get coming down, obviously, you know, depends on the person's credit history, et cetera. Um, but are you saying that you guys stand out as a bank from maybe some of the other banks that make it harder for Canadians to get mortgages? You know, um, I have to, you know, wonder is that there are a lot of different lenders out there yeah. and they offer a lot of different programs. I can't keep track. I've got enough numbers in my head to be <laughs> able to know yeah. what everyone's offering. Um, <laughs> but I, I was doing a little bit of pricing beforehand and say, if I wanted to have a Canadian citizen participate in the gateway program and we were to look at locking in an interest rate today. Yeah. And of course that's going to change tomorrow, but it's something that if you do 80% financing to a million five purchase price with a million two loan amount, mm -hmm. and it's going to be an owner occupied property and I'm a Canadian citizen, mm -hmm. we were looking at around a 7% interest rate. Okay. All okay. right. Without paying any points um, with the great, you know, good credit score. Yeah. And they can always buy points to buy the rate down. They could do yeah. an adjustable rate mortgage. They have the whole wide cadre of products available um, to serve them. Well, this is really interesting. I mean, really happy to hear this because I hear a lot when people come to Canada, they're starting all over again, too. Americans come in, it's like they have no credit and it starts from nothing. And yeah. that is very frustrating when you've been established somewhere else. So I think for Canadians going to the U.S. to know that they have the ability to have some more support so that they're not feeling like they're starting completely over. The other yeah. thing I know you do, Sean, is you work with um, businesses like physicians, loans and construction. Tell me about that aspect of your role at BMO. Uh, Bank of Montreal offers uh, some specific loan programs that they see are good risks. They're good that they know. Um, the, the physician loan is designed for doctors um, and which are MDs, yep. by the way, not PhDs. Yes, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then DDS, yes. of course, your dentist. Yeah. Okay. So they're specific in that regards. And then what they do is um, they're encouraging newer dentists, newer doctors to say, I've gotten out of medical school. I've done all my internships. I'm ready to get started in my career. And yet I want to buy a home, get settled in the community I want to serve for the next 30 years. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so this is a program that allows them. Uh, knowing we already know ahead of time that in many cases, they've got a, probably a decent amount of student debt that we got to factor in. Yeah. And so we give them a lower down payment option without paying mortgage insurance, enabled, enabling them to say, hey, I can qualify for a good solid interest rate and getting me into the house okay. moving forward. That's great. So what are you seeing right now in the market? I mean, focusing on mortgages um, in your wheelhouse, are you seeing with all the changes? I mean, you're not giving, I know, financial advice, but just what are you seeing? Are people more hesitant? The interest rates are going up. Um, are people just jumping in? Like, where are you? Where's your just on the ground kind of feel of things? I like that softball. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that 
what we're seeing is that the interest rate market last year with inflation just shot through the roof, 30-year highs. It just hadn't seen these numbers in a long time. And so many people who were like, what? What, what? got whiplash with that? Yeah, yeah. You know, pandemic, 2 3% interest rate, 8%. What? Wow. Um, so those rates have come down since November, December. It was October is what really peaked uh, this last year. And they've come down. And so, you know, obviously, as you can imagine, a U.S. citizen with U.S. credit getting a U.S. mortgage, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're in the sixes again. Yeah. Okay? And so that's pretty, you know, pretty solid. And so my conversation with those who I've been talking about pre-approval, getting them prepared, ready to go, no reason to wait. Get in now, get pre-approved, know what you can afford so that you can jump and get in when you see a property you like. Exactly. Yeah. You want to get ready because time, especially in California, that's where they're heading, you know? So right. you do mortgages for like all 50 states. So people, okay, because a lot of our clients want to move to Arizona, move yep. to Texas, move to California, move to Florida. That's, you yep. know, obviously they're looking for the heat after the minus 40 degrees Celsius we've been having lately. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So um, so that's wonderful to know that you're like across the country. And similar to immigration, it's not like you're just only do California. Correct. That's Correct. very good. Okay. Yeah. And I think one thing, Evelyn, just to, yeah. is, uh, to add on to the point was that your the feeling is, okay, rates are coming down. Inflation's getting tamed uh, with what the Fed is doing in the U.S. Yeah. And I'm going to time the market. I'm going to be smarter than the market, and I'm going to wait. And I'm going to hesitate. I'm going to tell those who were looked to hesitate that way, you can do whatever you want, Mr. and Mrs. Moore, but Please note that every 1% drop in interest rate, the affordability index increases 5 million more home buyers that can now afford to buy. Exactly. So what do you think is going to happen here? You know, the those people are going to jump in and they think they're going to time it just like you are. Anybody else? <laughs> what happens to the prices of homes? Yeah, they just go up. They go up. Go right back up. Yeah. So, Get in now while you can. If the rates in the six or low sevens, just because you're like, wait, I can always refinance down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we we're all so used to. I mean, I remember when my parents, there, they bought our first house and the second house, and interest rates went up to like in the eighties. Remember that, like oh, yeah. crazy, twenty four, whatever percent. Wow. I mean, and then we are so used to seeing it so low. So I think everybody in North America, especially, is just kind of like what's happening to interest rates, but it's like, we were so comfortable at 1%, 2%, whatever the heck it was, that wasn't realistic, you know, or that wasn't sustainable. And so I do think it's just reasonable. We're not at the 25% level. Um, But I know I feel like people need to recognize this. It's an investment. It's not something that you just kind of buy and flip. Hopefully it's something that you hold on to and gain that equity over time. You know, I think that's the plan. For a lot of families, right? In the life that you want to lead. I mean, with the, the memories you create and mm-hmm. the lifestyle that you have, it's, you know, a combination of all those factors. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think a home and all of that, having someone support you through that. So in addition, um, Sean, like if somebody wants to purchase and they want to be 
connected to you and they want to get through the pre-approval, do you also at BMO make recommendations for like, I don't know what else they need, accountants, uh, realtors? Like, do you have that network that if they didn't have, you would be able to offer? Absolutely. Uh, I am well involved with a business networking group. That's yeah. how you and I connected. Yeah. 9,000 members strong throughout the United States. And they're all seasoned veterans and their respective lines of work. Mm-hmm. So all levels of the legal fields, you know, financial, real estate, all those business experts that you need to connect with to help those different elements in your life you know, we have great connections to share. That's good. That, that really makes it. a difference because otherwise you you come in and you're feeling like, you know, you don't know what you're doing. You're in a whole nother city and it's, it's a big transition. So yeah. I think this gateway program sounds really, really interesting. I wonder if BMO in Canada has the equivalent for Americans. Do you know if they do? I've been told I cannot originate a loan in Canada. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, so I don't uh, whether the Canadian uh, mortgage bankers do loans uh, on the gateway for the reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could ask and follow up with you to okay. share in a future update. I think it's interesting. Like, I think yeah. it would be interesting because I know it's hard as well for Americans coming to Canada. Yep. They're starting all over. It's they have higher expectations of interest rates and deposits and all of that. So it's very similar for sure. Um, yeah. so I'll, I'll be interested to see if there's some NAFTA cross-border elements that we can we can highlight. Um, I think that's a takeaway. You know okay. what I mean? And I'll follow yeah. up with you on that one. That would be really good. Can I get a sense from you of what are like the just average the closing costs that people would need to think about as well? Because everything adds up, right? So I don't know if there's there a percentage amount or is there is the vary from which city you're in, which which property you're buying. Yeah, I think the um, yes, yes, and yes. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, every situation is unique yeah. to the town, the community, the state, the county that you you know that you're buying in. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact I've done loans in the state of New York, and they have a mortgage tax. Yeah. And that mortgage can tax can be two percent of the loan amount. Wow. So just the simple fact of borrowing a million dollars to buy a $1.25 million home, mm-hmm. you're paying $20,000 in mortgage tax. tax. Okay. Right. Here in California, we don't have a mortgage tax. Okay. Florida has an intangible tax. So there are different states that have different, but so the generic answer is that you have title, escrow, appraisal, lender fees, recording fees. Mm-hmm. Those are entities involved helping someone get a mortgage. Um, and I'm not counting for points. I'm not counting for homeowners insurance. Yeah. I mean, these things that you all take into account. You know, if you're buying one five and and the loan amount is one two. Um, I'm say this 1.2 yeah. million, 1.5 million. Um, you're probably looking in the 10 to 12,000 range. Yeah, that makes like sense. That. that makes sense. I mean, this yeah. is you're working with professionals, you want to make sure it's being done right. That makes yep. sense. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And so, Mr. Borrower, Mrs. Borrower, you can pay points to buy down your rate. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, do different things. You know, you're going to have to pay your year of homeowners insurance up front. Yeah. You're going to have prepaid interest. That's what we do, right? And explaining okay. all that to them, educating them so that there's no surprises. 
That's really, really good. So Sean, as we get close to our wrap up, I want you to tell me exactly who are your ideal clients, referral sources, and where can they find you? We will be sharing your information when this podcast goes live, but really to be very focused on what you do, who you want, and how they can find you. That's super nice of you to ask. Thank you very much. Um, for me, I love working with the first-time homebuyers because they come in wide ranges of individuals, young, you know, 25, 30 years, some people, professionals that are looking to grow and have a family and develop, you know, their future life together. I love the ability to educate them. I love to be able to tell them what you need to plan for because I was there at one point yep. and it sure felt good to have someone walk me through that. You know, one thing I learned is like, we're, you know, you're smart at what you do. You know, immigration law backwards and forwards. And I do mortgages backwards and forwards, right? Yep. But I'm, and I'm not a tech expert and I'm not a medical professional. Neither so it's I. like, <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, hey, I got you. I know how this works. And I want to make sure to take care of you, help you make good decisions for you and your family. So those first time home buyers are, are wonderful people. And you know what? They're going to upgrade to the next home. They're going to buy an investment property. They're going to get a second home. You know, there's a long-term relationship opportunity there. So that's why I like working mm -hmm. with those, uh, that class of uh, buyers. Yeah. You know, I'm based in all, you know, 50 states. My legacy starts in the San Francisco Bay Area, but I know people all over the country. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, a focus of you want, you know, anyone in San Francisco Bay Area that wants to buy here? I know the whole area and I can help you direct you and, you know, even give you be a tour guide for you. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that next time I come to San Francisco. Yeah. I, you know, I really appreciate this. I think you're right. I mean, you and I operate similarly. It's the relationships and it's long-term. So, you know, when you help that new family get their first home, of course, they're going to go back to Sean because they got the service and they got the support and that extra added value is so important. You don't want yep. to start over with somebody that doesn't know you. Um, yep. And then, of course, you might be in a better financial situation that further down to, to upgrade. And so I think it makes sense that, you know, you are the relationship guy. And I just really want to thank you for joining us today and yep. allowing us to learn more about the Gateway Program and BMO in the United States and mortgages across the country. I'm yeah. hoping that our listeners, they will get all your information, but I'm hoping that anybody that's interested to move to the States for business, for pleasure, for investment, um, would be open to contacting you so that you can talk to them about what you do and learn more. Thank you so much, Sean. This has been awesome, Evelyn. I really appreciate your time and great to meet everybody. I look forward to helping them. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. That's it for the show today. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. Please share this episode and any others you feel that would help someone looking to make that move to Canada or the United States for work or for family. It would be so great if you could write a review in Spotify to let others know about our show. Please give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions, please reach us at akalaw.com. That's A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com. Or call our main office in Calgary at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. 
Thank you. We look forward to helping you cross borders seamlessly.